0: unpacking jill's uh, choices the first of which needs to be that hat <laughs> it's actually called jill's on a rampage that's what <laughs> the title of the episode is
1: <sighs> in parenthesis jill in parentheses and her hat on a rampage
0: <laughs> jill and her hat on a rampage <laughs>
1: you gonna fall asleep no <laughs> no nope. you promise i promise
0: <laughs> it's something about the the like late afternoon hours that they just like disappear yes and by the time it's like five o'clock in time to eat dinner you're like i thought i just woke up
1: well i, I slept in way later than i normally do i slept until like 8 30 yeah
0: it was like a big I'm deal exhausted yes yeah, dang yes it just throws you off off yeah i hear you okay you ready to get started i'm ready let's go welcome back to the pyramid guys gals and non-binary pals my name is amanda i'm your host every single freaking week i have with me former star of say yes to the dress my friend meredith Woo! Woo! and i am not
1: here every freaking week (laughs)
0: um meredith welcome back oh my gosh Uh, i'm so glad to be
1: back thanks for inviting you back you're
0: welcome um
1: Okay, let me... Sorry,
0: I'm balancing like five different things over here. Okay. um, So, we have heard from you about your artistic experience already. Nothing's changed.
1: No, <laughs> it's the nothing. same experience. We're, I think, the best, I believe. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's That's probably true.
1: <laughs> um, So,
0: we can just jump right in to these reviews. I have a new review. OMG, so exciting. Makes me feel really good. The subject line of this is love it. It's a five-star review. Very exciting. Um... And this person uh, in their review says, we have a mutual friend, and he told me about this podcast in its entirety. I started last, I just started last week. I've never had any intention to watch Dance Moms, but I'm sucked in thanks to you. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, But most of all, I look forward to the discussion of it after. Thanks for taking this platform regarding entertainment, but also showing how the polarizing issues that were very abundant are very effective to people. So you're welcome. I'm just kidding. If can you imagine if I was a person who really was like you're welcome you're welcome for being the voice of the people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just have opinions about things and I'm glad that they are uh, resonant with people. A lot of people think that what I have to say is uh like a value because i just say a bunch of dumb stuff all the time so i'm glad <laughs> something you know a broken clock is also right twice a day so i'm glad you just that something say a lot of things and
1: hope it sticks
0: <laughs> and hope i'm not offending anybody <laughs> yeah honestly 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 um so yes that's on apple podcasts if you leave me a review i will read it um and they are the best i love them um meredith are you ready to talk Amanda. about the pyramid of the world oh yes okay what do you have on the bottom adulting Uh, being an adult (laughs) it sucks i hear you the other day i thought you know i really will never get to a place in my life where i don't have to spend money ever i like had i had that like real thought of like this is never gonna end this like getting money but then spend i don't know maybe mm-hmm. that's a stupid thing to say no it's not but you know what i mean like no the cycle of or like yes I, do. <laughs> yes I do the cycle of getting money and then seeing it leave is
1: never gonna stop it's a constant dark pit of despair <laughs> <laughs> honestly honestly it absolutely is especially it's like oh i'm gonna spend like ten dollars at walmart between that or like i have to buy four new tires i literally the other day i was telling a friend that i went into
0: ulta to buy one thing and by the time i got to the counter i I owed the store 75 dollars, and i was like i don't what happened because the one thing i had to buy was like 20 how did i do that and i like obviously it is my fault i did it to myself but like I, something's something's broken in my brain You blacked out you blacked I did. out and you can't it's, remember it literally like it it doesn't happen to me it, like people say that that kind of stuff happens in target a lot because of the atmosphere of target but like for me i was in ulta and it, like the
1: at the time of day the day, the you day really love makeup
0: i mean i i enjoy it it's not like i'm not like that mm-hmm. it's not like my everything but i really like the store everything is in nice rows and like the time I was there was, like, not very busy, and I was able to, like, look at things, like, read, like, um, applications and ingredients like I like, to, and, like, all these different things. And it was, like, my me time, and it was really, really nice. And then I paid way more money than I meant to mm. by the end of it. I was like, dang it, again, person, as if it's not me doing it to myself.
1: My thing right now is the fact that I have so much, like, so many categories in which my money could go. Mm. Like so many things to fix on my house, and so much stuff to like buy, or so much stuff to save for, mm-hmm. and there's just not enough money for it. No, <laughs> so I'm I, like, I, I. Where hear should you. I put my money? I hear <laughs> you, and
0: you are are recently upgrading to a new level of girl bossery because you are going back to school.
1: Oh, I am going back so to school. Yes, exciting. I'm excited. I was. It, that was always the plan Uh but then like you know I bought a house and well I got married bought a house and had a kid yeah um in that order but very quickly in that in the same year (laughs) well kind of um and then like life happened and I just didn't go back and then I didn't want to know what I wanted to go for and then during the um Pandemic, I was like, oh, everyone else is going to grad school. Maybe this is the time. Sure. And then I put it off. And then in a in a in a specific time when I was feeling really good about myself, I just applied Uh very quickly. And then very quickly asked all my recommenders to like write the letters. Uh And then I was, I went into a very deep, dark, depressive episode after that. And then I was like, Oh, I have to actually finish applying, and then yeah. I had to make myself, and then I got in, and so now I'm. It's very exciting. Yeah, I am extremely pumped about it. You should. I'm ready to I, learn I love more. That for you, yeah, that's yes, so cool. and it's in the same. Um, I'm getting this exact same degree that I got as an undergrad, which but at like a higher level at a, at a, for a math, yeah, at a higher level, yeah. So I'm going back for theater education. Uh huh. For and that wasn't my undergrad, and that's gonna be my master's. I always thought I would get my doctorate. Yeah, I don't know though.
0: <laughs> yeah, I it, she's on the prowl. So I just remember this is your weekly disclaimer that if you can hear my cat in the background, it's because she has a bell on her collar and she's too cute for me to take it off. She's also hunting something at the moment. Probably smelling
1: my shoes. Oh, okay,
0: sorry, girl. Sorry for catching Okay, you. Liza with a Z. <laughs> okay, let's do this. Okay, so initially, my bottom of the pyramid was going to be this Roe v. Wade thing that's happening in America, and if you don't know what it is. You, I mean, if you want to read about it, there's information about it on the Internet and about, you know, like women's healthcare in America and why it's at risk. I and we both have so many different opinions about this. Not that our opinions are different from each other, but that there are a lot of opinions wrapped up in this one issue. I'm going to I'm going to redo my bottom of the pyramid and just like this Roe v. Wade Supreme Court situation is disqualified from this like stupid segment I do on a podcast because it is so heavy and it is worth so much conversation that we could talk about it for forever. So it's this really scary, bad thing happening in America. I'm going to take it and put it to the side and I'm going to redo it because it's just, it's just a lot. And I don't feel that this is the right medium for a conversation about that kind of thing, because this isn't what this platform necessarily is because there's just so much nuance and just not enough time. So I'm going to change it. <laughs> I'm going to change. That sucks. I'm putting it to the side. It doesn't count because it's so bad it can't count for this. <laughs> so, my bottom of the pyramid, excuse me, is this specific issue I have with clothing and specifically with a high-waisted jean. <laughs> That's a big shift. It is a very big <laughs> shift. It's very big shift. <laughs> I have some high-waisted jeans. And when I sit, my, like, rolls will roll the waistband over. Oh. But when I stand, that, that baddie stays rolled. Like, the waistband stays flipped over. And so every time I stand up, I have to flip my waistband back up and, like, tuck in the roll that I want to be tucked in <laughs> and, like, reassess. And it is so inconvenient and so frustrating to me and i know that i could just get a new pair of jeans but i don't want to because jeans are a pain in the butt to buy yes and i don't like buying jeans in general like spending money on jeans but you have to spend money
1: on good jeans exactly yeah we could always go back to the lowrider days i mean britney here's never left so
0: no, no 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 although she did fully post it a nude photo of herself on instagram today or this week yes she's with, to, uh, with, be, the single with a single heart uh, emoji over oh, her vagina and i'm like uh, that's not doing anything girl but it's <laughs> what it's doing is keeping her from her get, uh, account getting taken down that's yes. what it is but but yeah um and like when the when the waistband is flipped backed up the jeans are great they look great but it's the sitting the sit flip over to the standing like flipping it back up i'm just like it's, it's so a whole
1: annoying. readjustment period it
0: is and it's like well now i need to i feel like i need to go look at myself to make sure i'm like adjusted in the specific way i can't do it it's so frustrating that life out on the pyramid high-waisted jeans and the threat of women's reproductive health mm. <laughs> <laughs> they are not the same but they're both bad what do you have for the middle okay Meredith? shut so, me up what do you have for the
1: middle <laughs> Counterclock season four excuse have me have you ever heard of counter clock okay no, I don't know so about. for those of you who listen to true crime podcasts, and let's be real i am a oh i love a true crime i'm podcast. A, a a white woman in my 30s so i fit perfectly into this demographic yes. but i'm gonna tell you so i listened to crime junkies which got me started uh-huh. okay which is an audio production uh-huh. yes and then there's one called Counterclock, which is Talks about cold cases, so it's like they turn back the clock, and I love this oh. stuff, right? And they're on season four. Season one through three were super strong. On season four, and I finished it, so I'm not going to give any spoilers for those of you if you may watch it. But um, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Yes, listen. and she okay. released it on my birthday, so like <gasps> happy birthday to me, but yeah. like all of them at the same time. And I just finished it Is today.
0: Season about one case. Yes. Okay.
1: Um. So I. It was a – this specific case did not have a whole bunch for her to cover. So I felt like sometimes she was Mm. grasping because she was trying to get material. Not Mm -hmm. saying it was not an interesting case because it very much was. But why it is mid is because, number one, I binged it in two days. So I got to wait, like, another year for her (sighs) to post something else. Right. And number two, I just – all of these cases, especially cases that span a series, I mean, they they cover them for awareness, so uh-huh, they can right. reopen the case. So right. obviously, it's not gonna. This is a spoiler alert. So if you don't, if you watch Counterclock and you don't want to know, sort of, if you the listen end, to Counterclock, or if you, oh, sorry, listen to Counterclock, <laughs> Grandma, if you visually watch it in your mind, <laughs> just skip ahead like thirty seconds. It doesn't end. It ends inconclusively. So. It's just like, which is how all of them have ended. Sure. Because that's the point of these podcasts. But I'm like. Right. Did
0: you listen to Serial?
1: <sighs> yes, I listened to Serial. That was but only the first season. Yeah, well, the rest of them were trash. Yeah, the first I'm not saying I am thing. convinced. Okay, I want to ask you a question. If you could know the conclusive ending or what happened to any true crime case unsolved true crime case in history, what would it be? It's a hard question. That is a hard
0: question. Because there are a lot that are out, like the case of Adnan. Right. Adnan didn't do it. And like, there is, in my opinion, enough evidence that supports a, he should not have gone to trial for it in the first place because there wasn't. I don't think there was enough evidence to take him to trial. Definitely don't think there was enough evidence to give him a mm. guilty verdict. I think the the circumstances were just impossible. Like asking a 19 year old kid to remember a date that happened six weeks right. ago. So if so we did do it, there's
1: not enough. There wasn't enough stuff was to should arrest have, him. Should have
0: been a mistrial or something. Yeah, two yeah. was Awful. Yeah. Right. So, but like I don't I don't think he had a reason to, and I don't think he did, and I don't don't think he should have been in jail, like all that kind of stuff. So, like, even if it's not conclusively mm-hmm. solved, I think I have a pretty fair opinion of what I think happened. Like Elisa Lamb, who was the girl who died at the Cecil Hotel, mm-hmm. and everybody thought like as was a serial killer, and like you don't really know what happened, but like that probably isn't what happened. You know, like, you know what I mean? Where yes. it's like there's not a definitive proof of what happened, but there's like enough proof to know what mm-hmm. happens i don't know right um like uh, another example of that would be oj simpson he killed those people a million percent oj simpson is not an innocent man like but. but people are like well did he or didn't he you know he said like there was enough evidence to get him off in trial so like blah 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 whatever So and who it's would like, you
1: choose which case would you choose
0: i don't know i don't know can i, I tell you what i
1: would choose yeah yeah yeah, yeah
0: yes i'm gonna take that answer too yes Mm. i have i have listened and watched an unholy unthinkable amount of. oh madeline mccann
1: oh yeah i want to know what happened to her
0: Mm -hmm. yeah because those there is so much evidence that's equally weighted on both sides in my opinion that i don't think i have an opinion about i'm like "I i don't know yeah that's a good question though i like that question i would mean, yeah john Bonet or madeline mccann you
1: because- can steal that question for other people if you like it's yeah <laughs> that or lacey peterson oh yeah because i don't know i don't know so i don't know you don't, don't think know. josh did it you scott or scott sorry whatever i don't he's, know he's a piece i don't of know trash. i'm like i mean like but as they say in true crime podcast being a piece of trash doesn't necessarily make you a murderer true that
0: is true that is really true. Okay, even, though, so, even though he did eat a piece of pizza and drink a glass of cold milk in the shower that's after so, so he allegedly nasty. may have killed him or killed her.
1: So that
0: nasty. I mean, on that alone, <laughs> prison. Federal prison. That should be a felony. Eating pizza, drinking a glass of milk in the shower. That's what he said. He was deposed <laughs> saying that. Anyway, so that's
1: my mid. Oh my
0: God. What's your mid? <laughs> um Taylor Swift, hear me out. Oh, no, I'm
1: I am with you on that. So out. let me hear you.
0: I I love what's happening with her reclaiming her music, her reclaiming her image, her all of that kind of stuff. But because when her albums were first coming out with Big Machine, I wasn't a huge fan of her. I've talked about this before on the podcast that I feel like there's a lot of gatekeeping in terms of like fandoms. Right. And I feel like I'm not a big enough fan. Like I wasn't a diehard Swifty when I was in middle school, so I can't appreciate what's happening in her career now. But I I enjoy her casually, but I don't feel like there's a space for casual enjoyment of sports or of media or like we're theater people. We see that in theater all the time of like, well, if you're not a diehard theater
1: kid, Mm -hmm. then you don't really count like it's that kind of thing or if you like this very famous musical then you are oh, then you're yeah. just trying to be like you know,
0: yeah elite. the only people that i want to talk to are people who listen to this like obscure yeah, off this broadway obscure thing that no one's ever heard of and it wasn't ever famous but somehow i like it so it's somehow better. like when the last
1: five years came out and everyone oh was like oh my god oh my gosh this is such a cool music yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's I'm just like it's oh <laughs> that like, and it's that behavior
0: from other fans that keeps mm-hmm. for me that keeps taylor swift at the middle of like i don't know if i'm allowed to be a fan because i don't have a tattoo of her no i'm the same
1: way yeah, I, I did not like. I was very. I thought she was fine. I mean, but I'm like, Taylor. She uh. eight, so I'm like very firmly sure. in that like correct demographic, right? And I just didn't. I I was not. I mean, I liked her when she came out, but I what? wasn't like hardcore. Sure. Um, and now, like you, and now I'm like. I mean, I enjoy her. Mm-hmm. But I just casually. I appreciate her. I respect the crap oh, out of her. Yeah, absolutely. One hundred percent. Yeah, from yes. a business standpoint, absolutely. Yes. As the children say, no cap, right? Period. <laughs> but yeah i'm i'm with you on that yeah what's your top <laughs> okay i'm ready <laughs> all right so i've been reading a lot of books that um are very emotionally intense like sure. a lot of christian ha- Chris, christian christian hannah Oh, okay lots of so you're gonna um, say like christian books and i was like <laughs> meredith no 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 no, no. <laughs> i have questions um <laughs>
0: no judgment um, lots
1: questions. of uh, self-help like books Ooh, like like renee
0: brown glenn and doyle that kind of thing kind of yes thing, yeah. because
1: you know my family's go my family needs some time to heal on some things that have happened to us this past year so i've been like reading a lot of self-help stuff reading a lot of emotionally intense stuff and then i looked at my look at myself like three weeks ago and i said you know what i need to literary, liter, literally 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 cleanse myself sure so what you been I reading? decided I'm just going to read a lot of very predictable, very fluffy rom-com books. I love that. And boss, when I tell you, I have been like sucking those down oh, yeah. one a day. Oh yeah. One a day. That's oh, yeah. that's how long it takes me to go through them. To the point where it is now like <clears throat> I think I might be over them, but I have been reading some great cool, just great stuff. Like yeah. What has been my oh, um, Emily Henry's, the people we meet on vacation, and oh intrigued. yeah, Ugh, quality literature. Okay,
0: just can I ask you a question yes, that you don't have to answer? Yes, you are you reading smut? Have you gotten into that? Um,
1: not like super heavy smut. Uh-huh. I have, I have unbeknownst to me picked <laughs> <laughs> and you yeah. and have been reading it and, and, and like, like obviously oh. like wrote like rom-com novels are gonna have like certain scenes in them you right, know right, but right. like i read one and it was like all of a sudden i was reading it and i You're thought it was like, gonna
0: be oh this is spicy what are you what what book um it was tessa
1: bailey's um it happened one summer oh and, yeah, like, yes. yeah, yeah and yeah. on yeah. the
0: spice I haven't if, read that, but I've heard it's very spicy. If you ask spicy.
1: people like who are like really big into the spice genre about uh, that spice. on the spice <laughs> like like meter, it's uh-huh. kind of low. Yeah, but I just was taken aback by you it. You weren't ready, and for I have it. no prude, but I'm also right. like whoa. That just wasn't what I was, I was expecting. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. But um, it was a pretty good book. It was a, like a Shit's Creek type of inspired. Yeah. you know. And you go into those books and you're like, this is what I expect. Uh I don't expect any more. I expect no less. I just, just, I expect enjoyment. And man, they were so enjoyable. I will say, I'm reading um, Delilah Green Doesn't Care uh, right now. And I'm halfway through it. And then I'm also, I've got Emily Henry's new book, Book Lovers. That I've pre- yes. that I've like uh-huh. I've got I've had in my possession for a while and I just haven't gotten to read it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's yeah, my yeah
0: like a really easily digestible yes thing. Yeah. Yes, I love stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I have some on that bookshelf over there that I just I just read them because I wanted candy. Just you know, just like something easy Sometimes and not you a big deal. It. Sometimes
1: yeah. you need it, especially after you read like The Nightingale by Kristen <laughs> Hannah, and it's so just yeah. or like yeah. Fly Away or Fly flat Lane. You're like oh.
0: Ugh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Need a break. Um, I'm going to recycle a top of the pyramid for this week, and I'm not going to feel bad about it. Uh, I said this a couple weeks ago, and I honestly think I may have even said it last week, but the, but it it is still true, and it continues to be the most positive force in my life right now because this is a very stressful time in my life. Mm. And having people... Around me, that I can just say incomprehensible thoughts to. These are my feelings, and I don't have a very articulate way to express them, but this is what I'm feeling. And people just listening and like sitting in those, excuse me, sitting in those places with me and saying, like, yeah, I hear you. Like, that's it. That is a a top tier highest quality experience for someone like me who has a lot going on and has a, like my emotional life is not very mature. So I don't have a very good way of expressing my feelings. I just have them and then don't know what to do about them. Um, and so like my parents are part of this, like I have a great relationship with my parents and last night I talked at them for like two hours And they had nothing, their responses were things like, we, like, I can understand how that would make, that would be frustrating. Or I can understand why you're stressed out about that, but not any sort of advice or like trying to fix it, Mm. but just, and then yesterday I had something very stressful at work happen. And my best friend at work was like, do you want my opinion about this or do you want to be angry? Right, like right now in this moment, because she knows I'm an eight. And I said, thank you for asking. I want to be angry. I said, "I, I need to be, I need to have the anger experience and just be irrationally pissed for like three hours. And then I'll come off of that cloud and then we can have an intelligent conversation about this. But like that awareness of like, if you just need to be angry, that's fine. I'll like, like, I will hold the space for all of those inarticulate, unintelligible feelings to just happen and that's okay
1: but look that's a sign of i know you say you're emotionally immature but that's that's a sign of emotional maturity for you
0: to just like what do you mean to just like have feelings to
1: just be no to be aware of your feelings and what you need yeah yeah exactly
0: like i i am aware that i i cannot always have an intelligent conversation about feelings i and i am a very like my feelings positive and negative are always very intense that's the way Enneagram eights are it's just intensity and you feel it in your body. Yes, yes, and so I they're very intense and because they're so intense, sometimes I can't explain them and not feeling like I have to explain them, but feeling like I'm in a space where that's okay to just have them and say things that don't make sense and thoughts that are not necessarily connected and whatever, and that being okay in a space of friends or a space of family. Is really nice. And it just like right now is very prominent and prevalent. Because I have a lot of them right now. I have a lot of those feelings right now.
1: So it's just really nice. Well that's really lovely that you have a community of people. Who you've built. Because I think that's something <gasps> yeah. we don't realize to take for granted when we're younger. And as we get older we realize. Oh. Well and I didn't have that. I mean honestly truly.
0: I haven't had this sense of community in a long time. and it Because I had a. a like, I did not have a great college experience, so I didn't have it in college. And then at post college, it was like a crazy time. And then we had the pandemic and now we're here. And so you're, but you're right. Like, that is what is making the difference. It's like, I don't feel, I would feel way worse if I didn't have these people in my life that I could just talk at, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just a, it's just a very special, like necessary part of life that I have not always had and so I appreciate it more now
1: I was gonna be honest I was gonna low-key judge you and like call you out for using something multiple times on the pyramid but I can't because that's a really good (laughs) good one
0: I it's just honestly it that's just the way it is that is (laughs) literally just what it is I can't think of something because because there's so much happening in my life right now there's not a lot of positives that I can pull constantly, but that one, even though it is, it has been the positive for a while, um, it just
1: kind of continues to be that way. But you know what you'll always have, Amanda? What? Dance bombs. Truth, <laughs> truth. <laughs> if nothing
0: else, I'll get to have this silly little podcast and this stupid show full of crazy white moms. And well, Dr. Holly, who's not white, but she's also not crazy. So she's the gold standard. Never. I'm never talking about Holly unless it's good. The crazy shit is never about Holly. Holly is something else. Okay. Are you ready to get in this episode? I'm going to punch it up a little bit. I'm going to try to get my feelings together. Okay. So this is episode six of season two. It's called Jill's on a Rampage. Um, It's also affectionately known as the episode with the cowboy hat. So if you're Mm -hmm. a dance mom's person, it's the episode where Jill's wearing a cowboy hat and we're in the gym that jill it and is, her okay. hat jill and on her hat on a rampage <laughs> so on the previously on um she's like when can kendall have a special part um abby gets second place and the iconic moment of kelly telling jill to shut up which is was literally was one of my favorite parts of that whole episode of her being like shut up and jill being like did you just tell me to shut up and kelly being like yeah shut up <laughs> It's just very funny to me. These are like fully grown women saying, shut up. It's just funny to me. Um, So, okay. So we start this episode. We're at the Abbey Lee Dance Company. The children are in front of the mirror. It's time for the pyramid. And the moms are lined up on the floor. Jill is wearing shoes on the dance floor. Like the, like. The on the
1: $68,000 dance floor.
0: $68,000 dance floor. And she's like, can I please keep them on? I'm on my toes she's like standing on her tippy toes so her black like the soles of her shoes don't touch the floor they're so
1: ugly <laughs> and they're
0: so ugly those shoes girly those shoes are not doing you any favors like you should take them off because they're ugly but definitely take them off because sixty-eight thousand dollars. i didn't know it was that much do you think that's a real number you think she's lying
1: i wouldn't be surprised if that was the real number i wouldn't either
0: Feels kind of like those a weird dance thing for floors are like out. really
1: specific. Yes, it's a specific. Aren't they like mylar floors or something? I,
0: I honestly, but they're don't really know. specific,
1: so that would not surprise but me.
0: You also don't replace a dance floor very often either. No. Like it, you get like one, and it lasts for many, many, many mm-hmm. years. Yeah. So, um this week we're going to Dance Explosion in Secaucus. Oh, did you ever watch the Jer- uh, Jersey Shore? Yeah, uh, sporadically. Okay, so there's an episode towards the end. Of one of the seasons where Ronnie gets quote unquote, jumped in the parking lot of a of a bar when, like the whole squad knows it's really his girlfriend and it's sarcophagus no, he he calls it sea caucus. Ugh and everyone knows he's lying that he didn't get jumped in the parking lot it's really his girlfriend beating him up all the time and so they the thing they make a big deal about is the fact that he a caucus instead of secaucus
1: i think he just unlocked a great like universe <laughs> switch with the dance moms and the jersey short
0: <laughs> it says a lot about me that this is my preferred like <laughs> method of entertainment <laughs> like i love it but yeah that ronnie's like or that um Polly D is like, Caucus. Where's like, I don't know where that is. And the like, whatever, whatever. And he's like, I got beat up in a parking lot. And he's like, no, you didn't. Also, it's Secaucus. <laughs> it's just funny. It just that's what it made me think of. So on the pyramid, the bottom is the very very first one, Kendall, Her and her bumpet are on the bottom <laughs> of the pyramid. <laughs> Done. Um, and Abby straight up says, You're here because your mom is too needy. Uh, and that's it. And Jill's like, well, you're punishing my child for something I did. And she goes, bingo. I absolutely <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> am. That's it. That You got it. You got it. Um, and then Nia, because she like needs more energy or something, and then Brooke and Paige. Kendall is the only one who's in her spot intentionally. The other three are just there because they're always there. The middle is Maddie. And then Chloe, which means that the tippy top of the pyramid is who, bestie? It's
1: Mackenzie.
0: Our sweet gap tooth baby is pigtails. on the- t- In mm. the pigtails. The two pigtails on the either side of her head, like Shrek ears. Mm. She is on the top of the pyramid. She finally did it. and I, I, Melissa is crying in this, and honestly, so am When does Melissa I? not cry, though? First of all, when is Melissa not crying? Second of all, I'm also crying. <laughs> like, I she know. was okay. so- Her little- Like, all of her front teeth missing. Being like, I was- on the top of the pyramid. I've never been on the top. That's the why I'm excited. Time. Like, uh, 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 like crying forever. Um, And she's there because she did a great job last week. Like that's basically it. Um, Which is great. This week everyone is getting a solo. And Abby says, I still did the pyramid because they need to know how they rank in my eyes. <laughs> like, do also, they-
1: this pyramid is giving like top, my MySpace top eight energy.
0: It always is. Always. Always, always, like, always. This is how
1: you rank. i can't imagine as a teacher doing that
0: god yeah um and abby says that because every like so all seven of the kids are getting solos this week and because of that abby says she doesn't have time to worry about costuming and so she tells the moms that they need to like kind of beg borrow and steal from what they've already got going on but she doesn't want to see any complete costumes that she's seen before so like get some booty shorts and a crop top and then like alter other pieces, take pieces off of other costumes, sew them together and kind of create something individual and something new and something different. Um,
1: Is this a design challenge? Is
0: this America's Next Top Model or not Next Top Model? RuPaul's Um, Drag Race. Is this Drag Race? Actually,
1: I was about to say. Is this a design challenge on Drag Race? All that I learned from costuming, I learned from RuPaul. So, (laughs) Get some hot glue. (laughs) yeah oh
0: what oh project runway not top model yeah like what what a weird thing to tell them that it's like you can't recycle a costume in its total in its entirety you need to like strip like rip off a strip of sequins and put it on something else and kind of like um like make a collage almost of all your pieces to make something Brand new and she totally can't different. can't ever
1: have seen it before. Yes. yes. Ever.
0: And no one else can have seen it before either. Like, it. Like, we're going to get to it in a minute. But even if you wore it at a different studio, she still doesn't want it. So the moms are up in the Lido deck. Um, Christy says that she thinks that solos are harder because there's no one to hide behind. But wouldn't it be the opposite?
1: Because if it's just you, you have no one to compare. Like, I think we talked about this last time, too, because... As this was going on, I had that exact thought because I was like, I would see it as, because in group numbers, it's all about how clean you are. Because you're all all comparing to each other all the time. Exactly. So even when you mess up in a solo, you can just improv. Because it's just
0: you. Because it's just you and
1: nobody knows. But I'm not a dancer. So what do I know? But I just know from an acting perspective. Hmm. She's an it's actor, easier. ladies and
0: gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... I mean, I understand what she's saying, but also I disagree. Um, Mackenzie is working on her solo that's called Shoulda, coulda, It's very sweet. Um, and Jill up in the Lido deck says that she plans to use a costume from another company. She's like, she hasn't seen everything that Kendall's ever worn. When we were at other studios, she never saw any of those costumes, so she'll never know. And Christy was like, uh, she'll know. She was like, she just will know that this is a real, real life dance costume that you did not make. She will, she'll understand that. And then Kelly is pissed about the boots. She's like, I'm still hung up on the fact that you got to keep your boots on (laughs) and I had to take mine (laughs) off. And then Jill says, what's okay? Because I understand what's going on here. So, you know, Abby and I understand each other. (coughs) Okay. Sure. Sure. Jan. Sure. (laughs) Okay. Whatever. Um, and so they're telling Jill, like, if you don't play by Abby's rules, she's going to... Or she's saying that they could just leave. Like, well, if this isn't what we want to do. We can just leave. And they're like, no, you can't. You signed a contract to be here where Abby kind of owns you for a year. And if you leave, you have to pay $100,000. Oh, because they're
1: title winners. Yes.
0: Yes. In cash within a week of you leaving. $100,000 in cash. Within a week of you telling Abby you want to leave,
1: which I think this is insane, but also they sign it willingly. But also, is this a little foreshadowing to like Abby Lee Miller's future <laughs> legal? Yeah, why trials? was it in cash?
0: It had to be me- it had to be liquid so she could pay it, move it around, and eventually end up in prison. And also, that's a good point i've
1: never thought about that before but also <laughs> did jill not sign this contract like a contract like this as well well what jill says is like well not why didn't anybody tell me that and they're like
0: did you not read the contract what are you that's what a contract is is them telling you what are you talking about also that's not our responsibility she's like i can't believe nobody told jill
1: get believe, a grip jill. no but jill you know what's happening here so what- i thought Oh,
0: my God. Rubbing my temples in frustration. I don't understand this woman. So then we get the Pink Panther-esque music in the background, and we're in Ohio. Candy apples, baby. Yes. Come on, Kathy. Kathy says she has the PPP.
1: (laughs) The perfectly positive pyramid.
0: Yep. Wherein all the kids are on the same level, and then there's a question mark at the top.
1: What was the question mark there for Amanda? Will you tell us? She says she's
0: going to have an open call, which like, I I mean, the producers are just really shoving this pyramid thing down her throat. Mm-hmm. Like she like literally mm-hmm. the person at the top is a person that no one knows. It is a person that like, they're going to find at this open call. So what's the point of this PPP? <laughs> I don't understand it um because it's
1: positive.
0: Yeah, perfectly positive, I guess. Um so they're going to have an open casting call to like get new talent, whatever. It's
1: a perfectly positive piece of poop. Isn't
0: Wait, isn't <laughs> PPP um like protective what, equipment? Yeah, personal protective <laughs> I think no, that's PPE. PPE, that's what yeah. I think equipment. That's what I think Yeah, you know. we know this because we of the pandemic. We know this because of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so then we're working on Maddie Solo she says this this is these are Maddie's words that her solo is has Spanish influence with little Spanish singers in the back. So, I'm just going to leave that it's one Spanish there. Spanish jazz. Yeah, it is. Well, is it? But that's what she thinks it is. That's what Abby thinks it is. And then wait. Oh, oh, okay, sorry my notes didn't make any sense. So, we see Maddie working for a little bit and then we see Kendall working. And I think what's happening is that during what is in their schedule as like group number time. Each girl is taking turns with Abby, which is good. I think if you're doing it during the group time, then there's no way that you could say that somebody got more time than somebody else. No, you were all kind of in it with one another swapping out with Abby. Jill says in the Lido deck that Kendall deserves to be at the top. Of course she thinks that even though she's dead last, she somehow believes she should be first place. And Melissa just kind of tells her to wait her turn. She's like, Your daughter being at the top means that somebody has to move down, and what you're saying is kind of rude. And then Dr. Holly. 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 She comes out of nowhere with the claws and just attacks, and it's great. She brings that big principal energy. She does. She says, like, you're only mad when um, Nia and Paige are in front of your child. So in order for her to move up, which Jill said this, This has already been said. This is already a conversation that they've already had where it's like, well, who, if you're going to move up, who's moving down? And Jill always says Nia. She always thinks she always singles out Nia and then sometimes occasionally Paige. And Holly says, well, well, um, Jill says something about like, well, you weren't even here last week. And Holly goes, excuse me, I have a job outside of here. I'm a full principal out of school. I have a job. And Jill goes, oh, we know. We know you're a hard worker. And Holly looks at her and goes, I am a hard worker. Thank you. And just shuts her down. And Jill goes, I know. And like doesn't have (laughs) anything to say to that. Holly being like, yeah, you're right. Thank you. I am a hard worker. Thank you. And Jill like principals are hard workers. They are, and like Jill has nothing to argue with at that point because Holly's agreeing with her that Holly's the best. <laughs> like yes. it's just it was. so Oh, and then Chrissy's like, great. I have a two year old. Yeah, and Jill. So anyway, Jill is just making a, a mountain out of a molehill, and it's really nothing. But she is she is saying that because she is there more often than some of the other moms, and that she doesn't have a life that. Kindle should be at the top. Whatever. Don't understand. Then we go back to Ohio to see this open call. And the Candy Apple open call is much smaller than the ALDC. The ALDC open call was like wrapped around the block. And like there were hundreds of kids. And this one, there's like maybe 50. But who's one of the kids? Peyton. Peyton.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And then
0: commercial. Of course. Yep. We see her walk in in slow mo and then commercial. And then, after the commercial, let we come back and Leslie is there. She's there with uh, Peyton. And she says that she's there because she wants to stick it to Abby. Which is a bummer because n- now she's admitting to us that it's not about her child. It's not about Peyton anymore. Isn't
1: that, like, the through line of, like, a bunch of yeah, the story, yeah, though? Was like, like eh.
0: it's disappointing that even when they're not, like abby or they're not at her studio it's still about abby and it's never yeah. about the kid
1: even with kathy it's all about abby it's still about this abby. open call is about abby yeah
0: oh you're right because she says abby got to have one we should have one too yes like
1: get a grip also can we take a second to talk about kathy's voice first just for one second what do you mean? because when she goes into that higher register which quite frankly lots of women do it because just we are conditioned mm-hmm. that we have to talk higher to feel feminine, mm-hmm. so most of female voices are lower and richer. Anyway, but when she talks, when she's talking to them at the open calls, she goes, "Hi, everybody!" Yes, <laughs> what? yes, stop it is a lot. It's a
0: like aggressive, <laughs> yeah, like okay. Anyway, sorry, sidebar, and that's like not how she talks in real life. So you're like, oh, that was jarring because <laughs> we know that's not how you talk. We've heard you yell at people before. That's not where your natural register is. <laughs> yeah, um. So Kathy, so they have this. Oh, she says she's gonna give Abby the old stab in the back <laughs> rusky. Let me say that one more time: stab in the back ruski. Is what, that What Ohio saying? What, what the H saying? is that supposed to mean? Stab in the back rusky. It's a dance move, <laughs> and, or a drug. <laughs> like I don't. A cocktail. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. I'm on board. I'm on board. Yeah, the old stab in the back, Ruski. Like what a what a weirdo. Um. So they have this open call, whatever. Then Kathy pulls in Peyton to ask if she would like a spot on the team, and Peyton is obviously very uncomfortable because she knows what's happening. She knows she's smart. She's and she's a little bit older than the other girls. She knows she's being manipulated. And she says she wants to think about it. And Kathy's like, well, you should be lucky that I'm even paying attention to you. What's your hang up? And she's like, well, it's a really long drive from where I live. And I would not be able to spend a lot of time with my friends if I was always driving to get to here. And I miss my friends and I just want to think about it. And so then she goes back to tell her mom and her like, I got kind of lost in this like, chaos because eventually we i don't know how we get here i kind of blacked out but eventually we get to the point where kathy says that leslie is too much so like kathy almost takes it back after leslie tells her that they don't want it
1: yeah so right so peyton is in there and she tells kathy they kathy offers her the position on the team which basically she just wants to offer it to peyton to get back at abby right because the whole thing is fake right So then Peyton says she has to think about it. Peyton goes in kind of really upset with her mom Mm -hmm. or to her mom. And Kathy comes in to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. And Leslie's like, well, you know, she just, you need to be a good teacher. You need to to be like, thank you. Because Kathy goes, well, thanks for wasting my time. Oh, that's and right. Leslie's yes. like, oh, well, you know, as a as a hold on as a good instructor, you need to be thanking her for like teaching her something and blah, 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 instead of just saying you're wasting your time. And then Leslie kind of pops off as Leslie is wont to do. <clears throat> and then Kathy says, you remind me too much of the P- Pittsburgh moms. So I don't want you. Bye. Anyway. Yeah,
0: it's it's like a, you can't fire me i'm i quit it's like that kind of back yes and, and, and it's, it's very, very clear through
1: this whole thing that peyton is not interested no, in joining this company no, 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 no. or like even being here or anything she's not like that. down
0: with this it's it, yeah It she's very disinterested in whatever these moms have got going on that is the truth um so then we cut back to the aldc and kelly says she's nervous about the costuming because she's not really a designer and she's kind of stressed but
1: or no, wait—that's Holly. that's Holly, that Holly. That, not Kelly. That's no Holly. Kelly and Kelly and Chrissy do it all the time. Kelly and Chrissy have got it all. Mel- it's Melissa and Holly that, that are, are like, hey. yeah, kind of stressed.
0: Um, we see Chloe and Paige just for a sec rehearsing. Paige's solo is called "Make Some Noise," but "noise" is spelled with the Z because we're in the 2010s, and of course it is. <laughs> if it's not I Hollywood, classic it's spelling kids with Z. bop, yeah. kids bop, yes. Yes, absolutely. So we see them just for a second and we cut back up to the Lido deck and Holly's going through all of her costumes to see what she can kind of rip apart and put together. And she says, I have a chicken costume. And she pulls out like this bedazzled two piece with like a chicken headpiece. It's so weird. Like, when was this a thing that you ever needed? You're (laughs) trying to be a bedazzled dancing chicken? What? And all the moms like lose it. They think that's hilarious because it is. So then Abby comes up to like, Keep the moms and to check in on what the costuming is. Holly holds something up and she says, "I have this," and she goes, "I don't like it," and then is like moves on and she cuts Holly off in the middle of the sentence and moves on to um, Jill. She's Jill says something, she shuts her down. Jill and the same thing for Melissa. She's like, "Get you know, not good enough, not good enough, try it again, whatever." And then they get to or Abby gets to Christy, and Christy says, "I'm dying a tutu." And this is the bra that's gonna go with it. And she holds up like a bra that she just bought, and it ha- doesn't have anything on it because she's currently working on it. And she says, "You're gonna put your child in a bra? Wait a wait a damn minute, Abby Lee Miller, <laughs> hold the phone. You have put these children in some of the most scantily clad costumes possible." And she's scandalized by a bra. Well,
1: I read, I took that as you're putting your child in a bra because I think Chrissy has had vocal issues in the past with the scandalizing costumes. And she's like, so, oh, you're going to put your child in one? Sure. Okay. Sure. (laughs) Okay. it's not going to look like a bra when I'm done with it? Yes. And it doesn't. And it doesn't. Oh
0: my God. By the end, I was like, wait, that's the bra? Like it looked, we'll get to it, but it looks so good. Um, Kelly has two things she's like I'm gonna cut off this and sew it on this and kind of put it together and it's fine and then Abby's like you guys need to work harder blah 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 whatever she says nothing of of substance and then she no good critique pisses off <laughs> she's like goodbye um, then we see Abby at the desk like the front desk where Melissa usually is she gets a phone call from a guy named Rich at Dance Explosion the competition they're going to this weekend <laughs> and, and Dance Explosion has been cancelled commercial break and then when we come back from commercial, <laughs> um, she says, like, I've I've never, never had a dance competition get canceled within 24 hours, which I have a very hard time believing. Yes. That it's never you've been doing this for what, 85 years and it's never happened. I don't believe that girl. I really don't believe that. But she calls in all the moms and all the girls and she's like, Well, we we're gonna go to Secaucus and we can't because it's been canceled. So we need to figure out somewhere to go. And so I think it's this kind of, like, we don't really see a lot of this, but I think it's this collective effort of, like, everybody calls somebody and see what's going on. And so we see Abby calling a bunch of people, and it's like, oh, this person's not in today, or not answering the phone, or, like, whatever. It's just, like, kind of a little bit of a frantic shuffle. My question is, why can't they just take two weeks off? Or, like, take this week off and then take these somewhere next weekend? That
1: was my... Same question. Like,
0: why don't you wherever you were gonna go next weekend, take all of this there? Especially. when do you have to go somewhere when this you weekend?
1: Realize where they end up going. Yes, they should have just waited. Which is like they end up go. Oh, sorry, I don't want to take that from you. You can say it.
0: Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but it, it's just, and she says, "I don't want to let them down." But how would taking two weeks to put effort into a dance? instead of one yes and costumes instead of just one how is that a letdown you know what i, I don't know maybe that's just me but i was no like,
1: i thought the same thing i was like and i'm sure an, these moms would week. like to have a yeah. free weekend take an extra week give them the weekend off yeah they're not whatever yeah i'm sure they're gonna refund the money so they're yeah. not really losing money
0: yeah it's just to make a good yeah. tv they have to go somewhere for the for the tv contract with lifetime probably but then they decide to go to clute texas They go to the South. How do they procure tickets that fast? I do not know. How do they get there that quickly? They, like, are like, all right, tomorrow we're going to Texas. There are no travel issues. We were able to secure the tickets. Not.
1: Also. We're just going to go. I just think of, like, every time I think of this, I think of this from, like, getting parents on board with this idea of, like. Yeah. Having the authority to tell parents, we are going to Texas. Yeah. Let's go. Get the bus. Which is literally we're, we're in They're in New New, uh, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. They're in Pittsburgh. Oh, we're going to Texas in less than 24 hours. Let's go. And getting everyone on board with that decision is just ridiculous to me. Mm -hmm. I agree. So, but they get there somehow. They're there
0: and they're, they like are walking through. They're at a school, which we've done competitions before at a school, but there is no dance floor. It's just a gym floor. And it's a really big deal and it's going to become more of a big deal later on. It's literally just a gym. There's no stage, there's no offstage space, which makes it weird because you can see the girls warming up because there's no curtain. There's it's nothing. It's just an open gym space. And it's just like it's so frustrating because it's not that difficult but to put up a you curtain. you know what the but, good news about it
1: is? Hmm, what? Jill can wear her shoes on this floor.
0: <laughs> you right. You right. <laughs> She wore those ugly boots <laughs> all over that gym floor. Disgusting, embarrassing. Um, there's not even a background like we see, like this like supercut of all of the girls dancing that are like not with the ALDC. They're just like you know a supercut of all the kids and it of all the contestants. And it would look so much nicer, and you would be able to watch them so much better if they were up against a black background. But they're up against like bleachers, VHS, yeah, the Buccaneers, like, yeah, it's the big old like Buccaneer, like the pirate logo, yeah, it's it's just very ugly, and it just I think makes it harder. Um, so Brooke goes first. She does great. She She's kills cute. it. She's great. Mackenzie goes next and she says that this floor is a lot slicker than a dance floor. Cause it's polished and not it, there's no like padding. It, and she says like, it was, I was nervous because it's really slippery. And
1: uh, like half the girls have acro routines. Right. Exactly. This, yeah. We,
0: yeah. So it's like, and we're going to get to it in a minute, but it's just a higher risk in terms of safety. So then we leave this whole like conversation about the floor and we go to the green room and Abby asks Jill like let me see your costume and she holds it up and Abby immediately goes oh there is no way that you whipped that up last night and Jill's like I didn't say that I did and she's like where did you get that and Abby like there's there's no question as to whether or not Abby is gonna let her wear that she absolutely is not gonna let that and she says "Uh, I'm trying to teach the kids a lesson which I don't remember that being part of the design challenge, but okay. But she says, um, I want the kids to know that you don't have to have a $500 costume to win. Okay, cool. But that's not what you said at the beginning of this. So I have questions. Um, and Jill says like, well, I she borrowed it from someone else at a different studio. So my little Kendall hasn't worn it and Abby has never seen it. So that's what, Jill is saying and then Jill looks at the other moms and she goes I can't believe you guys aren't backing me up on this and Kelly goes no we're playing by the rules and you're not so we're not gonna back you up on this and she starts she gets so upset and she starts packing up and somebody goes what are you doing she goes i'm packing up and this is it this is the cowboy moment where she says i'm packing up i'm leaving if i pack my bags and leave would that just make you all really happy they're like no they're like no it what would make us happy is if you played by the rules no one's asking you to leave she starts throwing things like a little not like across the room but like a little bit she like picks up a shoe and chucks it at some at like the floor and like pushes a chair very dramatic um, and, and she, like the music's building, all these things, and it cuts to Christie's talking, in, and she goes, and all I can think is, you're so hard to take seriously in that hat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Christie always comes in clutch with the good oh, zingers. She, with her burns, like, she is it also, I love queen, christine Jill is the queen of evasive answers yeah when they're
0: like why won't you play by the rules and she goes well, I'll just leave I'm like no <laughs> no 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 oh. stop that it's not what we're asking <clears throat> yeah so then we I think we cut to a commercial and then we come back from a commercial um Abby says like Jill always tries to go above and beyond and she should have just done what I asked her to do she shouldn't have tried to do the most in this moment um Jill is like in the hallway freaking out and Melissa, goes out there to like comfort her they are standing so close it looks like they're about to kiss they are did you notice that yes they are like so close to each other i'm like honestly kiss already like it's fine no one Do cares it. like the, the road it. is lonely i chill, get it
1: <laughs> chill out a little bit you know what i mean
0: yeah I, honestly yeah it <laughs> the road is lonely like just kiss already no <laughs> one cares um and melissa's like trying to calm her down and whatever Jill decides to pull Kendall from the dance. Kendall is sobbing. That's so mean. Kendall's like, but I really want to dance. And she goes, I know you want to dance, but they don't want you to wear what I picked out for you. And it's all Abby's fault. And the other parents' fault. Yes. I thought in your, like, tyrannical rage, uh, what is it, your rampage, as the episode is called, you said you wanted Abby to make this about the kids. So is it about the kids or is it about Abby? That's always the question. She's like, make it about the kids. My kid wants to dance. Let her dance. It's about the kids. But then when she's talking to her child, it's about Abby. So which is it, Jill? Which is it? Don't understand. And then also, how are you gonna get home, girly? You're on the other side of the country. You're in Texas. Y'all live in Pennsylvania. She's like, I'm leaving
1: how like where where and to then she's like what? no we'll stay we're gonna stay and watch the other kids but here's <laughs> you don't have a choice <laughs> also here's another question for you jill how many uh people have seen that cowboy hat <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh i wish it was zero i wish i had seen that cowboy hat so uh, and nobody talks about it except christy no. that one time it's the ugliest effing cowboy hat i've ever seen it's in my it's very life. 2012 it's like curled up on the side so- it's so gross and like so ombre, yeah. And you know, gross. Gross, gross, she,
1: I am enjoying this very albeit brief kumbaya moment with the other moms because mm-hmm. we have enough issues with Jill. True, but like, I just ugh, I hate it when <laughs> she talks about other kids, like when adults yeah. talk about kids and throw kids under the bus and throw mm-hmm. other people under the bus. Mm-hmm. That bothers me. Mm-hmm. It's just like that. Ugh. It's so gross to me. Like, and it like clearly shows me your morals and what you value when you throw children under the bus. Yeah,
0: exactly. And, and Jill is using Kendall as a pawn in the same way that Leslie was using Peyton as a pawn. But
1: here's just one of the themes of the show is, parents sabotaging their children
0: absolutely parents
1: serving their own interests Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. therefore sabotaging their own children
0: yeah constantly all the time forever always yeah we go back to the green room nia is getting ready and she abby's like what is that little bit of blue poking out of your costume and it's a heating pad and holly says i know as a mom that something is about to go down i look at my kid we're talking about her being injured We've already talked about the floor. Um, she's getting some corrections. When she ran through the dance in the green room, she forgot part of it, and she says, "Like, there, like, I feel like something is going to happen." As a mom, do you can you like vouch for that feeling?
1: Yes, um, because you are as a mom specifically, you are so in tune with your child, mm-hmm. right? With your child, just. And your child doesn't have to – because not all of our children grew in our bodies, right? True. Mm-hmm. Um, but mine did, so I'm going to speak from that. Mm-hmm. Um, he He's just so a part of me that I can mm-hmm. feel every bit of, like, I know when something's about to happen. I know – I can see on his face from his little nuances. Mm-hmm. And it breaks my heart. Yeah. Because on – in – In some ways, because my my child is also very um, spirited and very sensitive. Mm -hmm. And he feels his emotions very deeply. Mm -hmm. Every emotion. Mm -hmm. And so I can tell. It broke my heart for Holly. Because you don't want to see your kid hurting. Mm -hmm. But also, all you can do sometimes as a parent is brace for it.
0: Yeah. Like this is just the feeling that's going to happen. Yes. And
1: also the pressure of explaining it to other people. Sure, which is what I'm currently dealing with right now. It's like, and also putting your own expectations on your child, yeah, like I, like I really want you to perform. Mm-hmm. but this may not be in your best interest to do mm-hmm. this right now, right? But you need to perform for the sake of our image, like for the image, like the success of it. And maybe sure. that's the three coming out of me as a mm-hmm. parent, but mm-hmm. like, like, and especially with, like, they did travel all this way. They spent all this money. They, she's worked really hard. She's worked hard. really hard on yeah. it. Yeah.
0: You should have the fruit of that
1: <clears> labor. Exactly. Yeah. And having to, like, just do whatever you can as a parent to calm them down and just let go of your preconceived expectations. hmm Totally. To do it.
0: Yeah. So Holly and Nia are, like, jogging to the entrance of the gym. And by the time they get there, Nia is crying. And she has that that face. And it's just looking at her mom with all that makeup on. And it's just trying to keep it together, but can't. She's crying. It's so sad. And Holly, like, tries to get down to her level. And it's like, it's okay. Like, you're going to be fine. It's, you know, the, the things you're that you're- stress- You're a yeah. survivor. You're going to come in clutch. Yeah. Oh, I was so sweet. Holly. So sweet. And Nia goes on. She's like, you can do this. I believe in you. You're going to go on. Um, and she does it and you can tell when she first starts that she's a little shaky like you can see in her legs her legs are kind of wobbly a little bit um but she does it and she finishes she does the whole thing and holly is trying to keep it together because she knows nia can see her and so she's smiling and trying not to cry and then by the time it's over holly like Starts to weep.
1: Oh <laughs> she's like, well, she's and really proud all of her, her <laughs> girls are so proud of Nia uh-huh,
0: for they're doing so it anyway. so supportive
1: of her, and Nia's he so proud of herself. I yeah, somebody,
0: that. one of the kids asks Holly, like, is she okay? I think it's Maddie. Yeah, and Holly's like, not really, but she's gonna make it through, and that's okay. I'm like, uh, Dr. Holly, mm. queen of my life. So then it cuts to Kendall and Jill, and they're like hiding in the bathroom. Kendall is like, am I dancing or not? And Jill's like, you're not because they won't let you wear the costume that I brought for you to wear. They're literally hiding in the bathroom. Then they come out and they sit down with the group to watch everybody else dance. And Holly and Melissa, before she comes in, are like, hey, Abby, uh, Jill said Kendall's not dancing. And she looks at him and she says, are you telling me this for real? <laughs> but, well, <what's laughs> she hilarious- can't believe it. it's also real? What's
1: hilarious is like, Abby, you knew she wasn't dancing. Like, yeah i guess like yeah what,
0: don't be surprised what would
1: she be wearing if she's not we- like if she's not what well, wearing- she's gonna
0: wear the thing you told her not to wear exactly yeah exactly yeah, yeah yeah so then they sit down and abby's like you need to let your kid dance this is so stupid and so they f- they figure out that there is a pair of like there's like a matching white set in the costume room she can borrow it, whatever. They run back, they change into like a white crop top and white booty shorts. And Jill is like jogging after Kendall. She's like, Kendall, Kendall do a front aerial really quick and she's like no and she goes do it you need to stay stretched which like doing one of those in the middle of a linoleum floor hallway is not going to help her stay stretched although it did look kind of cool
1: because Kendall was running and then just all of a sudden she does a front (laughs) aerial and and it keeps keeps running running down the hall (laughs) I was like she's unfazed
0: yeah she was unfazed (sighs) Um, Kendall goes and she says, honestly, like in her talking head, she says, I'm just really happy I got to dance. She's like, I don't really care about all this drama. I was just happy I got to dance. Um, Abby says she thinks she did great, and she says she thinks Jill is a drama queen. Jill, the Jill Vertez, if you're listening to this, <laughs> Abby Lee Miller thinks that you're a lot. <laughs> Look inward. Look inward, mama. Because Abby that Lee is Miller insane. is A lot. If she thinks you're a lot, look inward. Crazy. Chloe goes next. Her costume is so beautiful. And really stupid. Chloe's
1: strength is always gonna be ballet. Yes. Mm-hmm. always
0: yeah she's the best at that because
1: she's the tallest she's not that that matters from being a ballet but like she's so graceful yeah she is she seems to enjoy it Yeah, out of all, see, of, the out forms, of, all of them which
0: matters Yeah, which
1: also can i ask a question do all the hmm. kids have the same five moves but they
0: do <laughs> i guess probably i guess <laughs> i guess they do um maddie definitely does because that's kind of a joke i mean like that in she general like dance. over
1: all of them because all of them no matter what their what style they were dancing in they mm-hmm. all did the same like yeah. three moves as each other and you're like, what? like
0: okay <laughs> it's just the same dance but in different fonts right <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally mm-hmm. um so then maddie goes next she has these little like curl mutton chops <laughs> on the side of her face that are supposed to be like when Latin dancers have like the curls that are like um, gelled mm-hmm. down. They like they like take hair and like intentionally form a curl. But they didn't do that. They like drew them on with like a Crayola easy wash marker on the side of her cheek and she looks so stupid and is a grime. Um, Especially on
1: a gym floor. With oh, no stage there's no stage.
0: Like There's no distance either. No. It's the bleachers and the gym floor. Like you can tell some Someone was like let me color in your curled mutton chop sweetie so like, it's so, it so ugly <laughs> it's a crime um but then maddie does some sort of like front tuck front, front aerial over. front walkover thingy and she her legs don't make it all the way around and she slips and she falls on her butt commercial break commercial break we come back from commercial <laughs> and then we find out that maddie has been carried off by a dude um, is, like, handed over to Melissa. Melissa carries her to, like, the nurse's room. Um, and the nurse is looking at her hip. And then, and um, Melissa is like, is it bad? And, she, and the nurse is like, no, it's, like, not even going to bruise. Like, it's okay. <laughs> it's really not that big of a deal. But, like, in the heat of the moment and, like, as you're competing, like, she just kind of starts to freak out. And the nurse says she's going to be fine. Abby comes in and says that she isn't mad you know she's like you second guessed yourself and that was part of the problem also it was definitely part of the gym floor being like that was the reason why people were talking about it so much is because it is a problem um and abby says sometimes it's the ego that hurts the most like mm. dang if that's not the everloving mm. that is the truth
1: sometimes she drops wisdom every once like, in a while
0: what? yeah what that was supr- i didn't expect that to come out of your mouth that but
1: okay abby dropping wisdom and abby demonstrating choreography are two of my <laughs> favorite things
0: yes you're like, oh, you are a person, not a robot. Interesting. Um, and then Kelly says, if that were her kid, it would have been a different story. She said, if that had been my kid, she would have been like, I haven't had that happen in 50 years.
1: <laughs> Which is probably, probably true. true. Yeah. <laughs> and Abby's like carrying out Maddie. Like a
0: Superman fireman carry. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's pretty dramatic. Um, so then it's Paige's turn. Paige like kills
1: it. Paige. Paige, Paige. Yeah, team Page all oh, the way. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I love Paige. I love Paige. But she's like the um, she's like the kit of the American Girl dolls, you know? Like, <laughs> people like have her. Yes. Or like the Kirsten, right? People yeah. like have her, but they she's like She's no
0: Samantha. She's,
1: right. She's not Molly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean like, but who would be Samantha? Maddie, for sure. True. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 for yeah. For yeah. 100. And then Molly 100%. would be Chloe. Yes. Hundo P. Yeah but i just really adore Paige. yeah and she's just so like cute and she and killed nice. it and she did she was she was she, so good she and her nailed costume, it. Looked
0: great. costume looked great her attitude was great she was entertaining it was a great number for her yes and abby says she she says that's the best she's ever danced she did great Um, uh, so time for awards i do not understand the age categories because brooke chloe and Paige are all in the same category so i think it was just like
1: well, it's junior like solos, babies
0: versus—you know what I mean. Well, like, usually,
1: well, and usually Brooke is in a different category, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: So, but Brooke, Chloe, and Paige, who are not always all this, not usually all in the same category, are all in the same category this week for an unknown reason. Um, Brooke gets third, Chloe gets second, and
1: Paige gets first. Woo! And Kelly says something really cute because she says, "As soon as I, Chloe was announced second place, She's I knew that Paige knew Paige had won." Yeah, and let's get like let's just give it up for Paige, yes. my friends, because Paige finally got what she deserves. Place. She, which she deserves what she deserves. Yeah. All these kids deserve a first place, true. Eventually, right? And it's that Brooke
0: so nice. and Paige are in the top three yes. together, yes. as sisters, and the only one in the middle is Chloe, who's great.
1: Yeah, it is. It's really nice to and see And that super awesome tutu oh yes her costume, her costume. great think chrissy about it does know what she's doing with costumes she does she says it she's... looks
0: professionally made if i do say so myself and it did <laughs> it and did. She
1: clearly watches a lot of rupaul so like <laughs> yeah duh <laughs> like there you go there um, was no hot glue on that one
0: no she was definitely sewing um so then we get back to the green room, green room and Abby is really happy for Paige. She like gives her a hug. She's excited for her, which like very, is great because she should be very excited for her. Um, and she says that all of the dancers got a perfect score on their costumes, which I don't know how that's possible,
1: but I don't whatever. know how much I believe that, but I don't I'll know. go with
0: it. I don't even know. I don't know how much Will I believe, I believe of disbelief? Yeah, Totally. Totally. <laughs> And then Abby at the end tells Jim she needs to put up and shut up. She's like you're either with us and you're going to play by my rules and you're going to shut up or you're going to leave. And uh Jill is like, "Well, I'm going to talk about that with Kendall and we'll make a decision."
1: Which spoiler alert okay. in the in the preview it, for next episode, she it is there opens
0: with her screaming. So it's like so you obviously stay. <laughs>
1: Yes, but you don't put up and shut up right, right. It opens you with put up, com- but you don't shut exactly. up exactly.
0: It opens with her complaining, but also being there. So it yeah, it's theres there's no continuity between what they are claiming and what
1: happens. Mm, bless them all. but then
0: that's it. Paige wins. love that. Um, Nia made it through. Maddie got you know, kind of spooked but not seriously injured. and there's a lot of drama in this episode. Do you remember when Kathy was in this episode? that i had that thought
1: at the end of like wait a minute
0: kathy was at the beginning of this and it was the least interesting part of the whole episode which
1: and kathy i was about to say kathy is the least dramatic of the entire episode of an episode that is very full of drama like amanda and i looked at at each other after this episode aired and we were like that was a lot in one episode Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it was They just threw... Lifetime just threw it all in a pot together. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Well, dang. Meredith, what song do you have to either shout out because it's a lit song or because you think it would make a good song on Dance Moms?
1: (sighs) Okay, so I've been going back to my roots Oh, God. i am listen to a lot of like bluegrassy music. Mm. And I will say, mm-hmm. I'm not probably not gonna play a snippet of this, but I'm gonna shout out <clears throat> Um When Rainbows Never Die by the Steel Drivers, which has um Chris Sableton singing a lead on.
0: Dang.
1: Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you don't want to play any of it? I mean, I can a little bit. Yeah. Huh? Um, but it's not like a. I don't know if it'd be like a great dancey song. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I mean honestly, the beauty of this segment is that it's whatever I want it to be. So if good. it's just like, what's a good song you've heard recently? I'll take it Done. too. Honestly, <laughs>
1: hold on, I can look it up on because
0: my... it's hard to quantify like what would make a good dance mom song. You know, yeah. but like, do you have music that you've been recently enjoying that?
1: I have, you know, and I've been listening to it a lot. Um, maybe and okay, hold on. I'll just play, like, 10 seconds. I'm an old man now. Mm -hmm. So you hear that Chris Stapleton a little bit? It's a little bit more morose than my other choices, like Lizzo, but yeah that's that's my i like, hear you theme of my life
0: right now no i hear you and i hear like the the desire to go back to like a country route
1: Yeah. i get that every once
0: in a while Where i'm mm. like dang some of this stuff was really nice it was <laughs> like some of it's really problematic but some of it's really nice yes. so i hear you um this is a song i that came across my for you page uh yesterday on tiktok and it, one of the artists in the song is mckenzie <gasps> Isn't that crazy? Yes. It's called Worst Thing by whoops by NOTD and Kinsey Which i am excited about.
1: Mackenzie,
0: That's McKinsey. I wish we never met sometimes are you kidding i love it that is a bop. it is like and she this is her look at that picture of her on her spotify
1: page she's beautiful they're all so beautiful true they have grown into such beautiful women
0: true true so yeah i'm shouting that one out because she's in it and it's kind of yeah honestly (laughs) um dang well that's it that's the episode that's the jill and the cowboy hat on a rampage (laughs) (laughs) yeah jill's cowboy hat and or rampage yeah um all of my social media stuff is going to be in the end bumper follow me on twitter and on instagram and leave me a review and on a, a, a apple podcast rate on spotify you can also do that what else send me a voicemail omg send me a voicemail i love
1: those um yeah weird voices encouraged truly yeah
0: do your best impression of something stupid i say all the time give me give me a, a criticism roast me in the comments i love that kind of stuff i live i live laugh love it What is a reason why someone could share this with someone? Like, we've been telling people, like, if you fill in the blank, you should share this episode of this podcast with them.
1: If you enjoy hearing us roasting wardrobe...
0: Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, yeah.
1: enjoy us talking about feminist power moves. Yes. If you enjoy hearing our silky voices, <clears throat> then you should listen to this. You episode. should
0: send it to if you um, if there is someone in your life who wears a stupid cowboy hat, send them this episode. <laughs> Tell them to listen to this podcast and say, it's really hard to take you seriously in that hat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: If you know someone who had to make their own costumes,
0: yes. If you know someone who's who's stealing from someone else and then pretending like (laughs) they made it, send them the episode of the podcast. Very passive aggressively. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Tell them that one of the dance moms reminds you of them, and let them figure out which one it is. (laughs) Dang. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Pyramid. Um, I will see you, talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to um the rerun last week. I appreciated the week off. It was physically impossible for me to record at all last week. It just wasn't going to happen. So thank you for listening to that rerun and um, supporting that week off. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Meredith. Oh, gosh, I appreciate Honestly,
1: you, friend. Dang. crying forever.
0: Go us. Yes. Look at us.
1: Whoop. Well- <laughs> Goodbye.